0: Your PP And listen to the Uncut Gems podcast weekly show Where we talk about movies nobody else wants to talk about But this is a special Patreon-exclusive episode of our show A bonus tie-in discussion um, to our weekly proceedings And uh, my name is Jakob, by the way
1: And my name's Randy
0: Awesome So, by the way, how are you doing,
1: Randy? Just... Good, yeah, doing, <laughs> doing just fine Doing just... We're fine? It's <laughs> fine <laughs> It's Friday. It's the end of the week. We're talking movies. We're we're good.
0: Awesome. Uh, we're just pretending we haven't just spent an hour talking, anyways.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, we got a bunch of interesting stories from windfalls to security breaches to everything else. So oh yeah, <laughs> we it's peachy.
0: It. Is what it is. Um. <laughs> anyway, but well, we're not here to to bitch more and complain. We're here to talk about uh boogie nights because today we are uh, tying in to our um weekly proceedings which i don't know did we settle on the title for the series i think we did and i don't remember the porn ghost
1: <laughs> i don't think we came up with a good uh, a good pun so a month of porn adjacent thrillers or
0: the snuff actually, days snuff of adjacent, summer <laughs> snuff adjacent summer um that was actually a good, cool observation. By the way, like, this porn-adjacent summer is more snuff-adjacent, and it makes Boogie Nights look like a like a oh, night-hearted like little little film. <laughs> it's like Bambi in comparison. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So, so today we're tying into our sort of porn-or-snuff-adjacent thriller, thrillers that we're doing on, on our main show by talking about Paul Th- Thomas Anderson's Boogie Nights. And before we actually start doing this, might as well just... Because I always forget... Thank you very much to everyone who's supporting us on Patreon um, for for supporting us. I'm just like gosh, this is me just making shit up on the spot. Like this is what I get for not writing anything down. Okay, so thank you very much for supporting our show uh, for your hand and cash and for your you know for the vote of confidence. Okay, <laughs> it's just, yes, uh, because you know it, it helps us pay pay the bills, or at least parts of them. Um, so yeah thank you very much and if you're not listening uh, to this on our Patreon if you're doing uh, if you're I don't know tuned into a little teaser that we have on the main feed which is I don't know wherever so just bear in mind in the next 5, five, five 15 minutes or so um, this thing's going to come to an abrupt end and then you'll have to continue to our Patreon which is patreon.com slash Uncut Jams Pod <laughs> uh, where for 3 bucks a month with a 7 day free trial I suppose you'll be able to li- to listen to the rest of it so I'll leave you to to do that. I might as well just remind you that, you know, as you do that, make sure, you know, just to convince you, like this this month we already re- released our um, con- conversation, our solar red conversation about Magic Mike, so that's that and that's there. And then towards the end of the month, there's gonna be c- the killing of a Chinese bookie, um, as an installment of our John Casavelli's marathon. So that's in August. And also, if you're still not convinced that you should spend your hard-earned cash on our uh, on our show, you can still listen to. A, a, we have a few. Free to listen episodes available in there, and the most recent one that's kind of free to listen forever is uh, our three and a bit hour long conversation about Michael Mann's Heat, and that was amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. I suppose that's it. Now, yeah. Let's just say that this is this is everything in terms of the announcements. So let's boogie. Here,
1: my road. You know, I, think I, I love you. You love me going down the sugar tree. We'll go down the sugar tree and see lots of bees playing, playing.
0: But the bees won't sting because you love me.
1: That's, That's fucking great, man. Did you write that?
0: Yeah. I write songs, too. Wow. I'm still I'll working on it. Hey, hey, Jack. Jack. Have a good time? Excellent time, thank you, Jack. It was a great party. The best, uh, that's what Jackie's house is for to have a good time, right? That's right. So, Boogie Nights was written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and, uh, and it stars hold just deep breath <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Julian Moore, Burt Reynolds, Don Cheadle, John C. Riley, William H. Macy, Heather Graham. Philip Seymour Hoffman, Luis Guzman, Philip Baker Hall, Thomas, James, <laughs> uh, Alfred Molina, oh Robert Ridgely, I suppose, worth mentioning. Um, Luis Guzman, did you? Luis say Guzman, that? I did say yep. a bunch of other people, but but as you may have surmised, it's an ensemble piece. Okay, but it kind of concerns one. Um, I think his name is Eddie Adams, so that's a ca- character played by uh, Mark Wahlberg. He's um, a <clears throat> a dishwasher uh working in a nightclub somewhere in San Fernando Valley who was gets discovered by a famous pornographer Jack Horner and then uh, be, and be and you know becomes a famous porn actor because he uh, as suppose he has a 13 inch penis which you know it's a good thing to have if you want to be in pornographic films um anyway so so this, this the, the the movie takes us through his rise and fall uh, against the backdrop of the so-called Golden Age of Pornography in 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 Hollywood. Or is it in Hollywood? In San Fernando Valley. In America. In cinema. That time in the you know, like late 70s, early 80s, where porn was accessible in on the mainstream, sort of uh in the cultural mainstream, lauded lo- by critics and then enjoyed by general audiences. What a weird time to be alive. And we're going to talk about all of that and some. Anyway, but the movie kind of came together... Kind of on the back of um so this was Paul Thomas Anderson's second feature after Hard Eight, which was originally titled Sydney. Of I don't know, personally think Hard 8 is a better title. just that's me. Me too. Uh, he didn't. Two votes he, for Hard Eight. I don't think he saw it that way. But anyway, so so as no, he was no, he... Yeah. I think he was shopping this sort of Hard Eight around Cannes and uh, whatever. So he was already writing that script for for Boogie Nights. Um, and hardly became a little bit of a. I mean, it put him on the map enough, as in, like, it was a critical success, but I think, I don't think it connected with, with audiences. It wasn't released wide enough to, to, mm-hmm. for, for, for the, for the world at large to notice little Paul, Paul Thomas Anderson, because it was in the early 20s when he put this together, right? So he was, I think, 25 when he was making Boogie Nights. So he, he said, said to himself that, you know, he wanted to uh, make this massive epic ensemble piece. Uh, he wanted Leonardo DiCaprio to uh, to star in this movie, but apparently Capri- DiCaprio um, signed on to do Titanic instead, so he couldn't do it. Uh, he, he then also approached uh, Hawking Phoenix, and he said no because he didn't like the idea of doing a movie about pornogra- uh, pornography. So, you know, I suppose he changed his mind when he started with Joel Schumacher's Eight mm Check it, check this out next week uh, or this week. I think it's this week. Anyway, anyway, so. <laughs> Boogie Night was coming together There's <laughs> in in, in, a, in a very strange way oh also be, be before Burt Reynolds signed on to, to do the movie um, I think Sidney Pollack and Bill Murray and, oh, and Warren Beatty were approached and they all said no oh, I think some, some for other reasons for, for weird reasons some, some people didn't like the idea that this movie was concerning pornography I don't know um Burt Reynolds also wasn't con- wasn't convinced but his uh, his agent convinced him he- this would be the best thing he- for for him to do to revitalize his career more on that later um so i think it was was it new line yeah this was produced by new line and new line gave um paul thomas anderson a, some kind of an i don't want to say an ultimatum because he wanted to make a 3 hour movie that was nc17 and they told him now he have to pick one it's either three, three hours long or it's going to be NC 17. So it's, you know, if it's three hours long, it has to be R. If, you know, if you make it shorter, just whatever. But, but PDA was lobbying with like, just trying to tell them that this movie he was making would not have a general appeal anyway. So it wouldn't really have any sort of any chance of reverberating with general audiences at all. So he said, like, why don't we just make it NC 17 and just, just do a movie that I want to do. And he was fortunate enough that he was actually able to 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 do, to have these kind of conversations as a twenty-something in Hollywood, because he was coming on the sort of like on the just on the crest of the big nineties in the revolution, right? I think we're going to touch on this anyway, because I think where had it not been for Tarantino, Rodriguez, Soderbergh, and the Coens, like this this these conversations would have been a bit different. Anyway, so the movie came together. He got he got a bunch of people involved in this. <clears throat> Some people really loved the idea. Like William H Macy, apparently was like his agent was telling him like you should not do this movie. And he read the script and was like I'm totally doing I'm totally doing this movie. Yeah. Um, Sam Jackson said no, he didn't because he was offered a role of um, Buck, which later on went to Don Cheadle, but he said he didn't want want to do it to do it anyway. So they put they put the movie together in San, on location in Los Angeles in San in San Fernando. That was released in September. 1997 in tiff to uproarious sort of acclaim from critics and audiences alike and then i think was released upon the uh, unsuspecting public a month later and it became a hit right i uh, it three oscar nominations almost universal acclaim from critics and then it <coughs> among others i mean the paul i mean we're gonna get to paul thomas anderson in a second because i think we have never talked about him at, at all right like we've never done his movie uh, of in, like nope. any of his movies, <clears throat> Nope. no, not one. Exactly, so perfect opportunity. So, so got three Oscar nominations. Uh, let me just one for Bert Reynolds. The other one, I think it's, it's Julianne sc- Moore in screenplay, Julian. screenplay, and <coughs> sorry, uh, and screenplay didn't win any. But uh, Bert Reynolds got uh, the Golden Globe for it. I think,
1: and he was the favorite. I forget who won supporting actor that year, but he was sort of a front runner.
0: Oh, oh, I don't know. Let me just quickly double check, research department. Uh, scroll down on the Wikipedia. Uh, so Greg Kinnear, as good as it gets. Anthony Hopkins from Amis, for Amistad, Robert Forster for Jackie Brown, and then Robin Williams won for Goodwill Hunting.
1: Right. So so I suppose it was between Williams and Reynolds. I I I do recall. Yeah. So it was,
0: yeah. But the story goes that Bert Reynolds really, when he saw the rough cut of of the film, he really hated it, and he uh, he fired his agent for letting him do this. So apparently, this you know, he carried this animosity towards the film until the day he died. And apparently, even pawned off his Golden Globe. I don't know. But we're gonna get to it anyway. I hope in some in some in some measure. So the movie was critically acclaimed, really widely re- regarded among uh, among general audiences, and I think among film bromes to to this day, maybe it was supplanted by There Will Be Blood and other films that he's made later on, it's kind of regarded as one of the best films ever made by, by, some, by some people, spe- specifically who, by people who maybe came of age in that era. Which brings us to here and now. I mean, let's just like ditch the lore, ditch everything. <clears throat> It's an amazing movie um, by uh, by pretty much all accounts so let's just find out if we all agree. <laughs> Randy, right. tell me what you think about Boogie Nights. It's boogie. Put your dick on the table, hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, here it is. <laughs> it's
1: I not love Boogie Ingers. Nights. <laughs> i really really love boogie nights this was one of those films like i I was really getting into film in the 90s and then by the time this came along yeah this fit in with the tarantinos and you know some of the uh, like the films like fargo and and these types of films that like this film was amazing to me this has an energy and it's just i haven't seen this probably in a decade or so so it's been a long time so there are parts that i'd forgotten but yeah this here Holds up, it's amazing. What I one of the things I'm thinking when I'm watching it this time is uh, the influence of something like shortcuts and just the Robert Altman, uh, you know, drifting between stories but giving some gravity to all kinds of these supporting characters. Like that sort of stood out to me uh, this time. You know, I I feel that it's it's amazing that this guy in his mid twenties or however old he was has just such a wonderful control of the frame the production design here every inch of every frame in every shot is just perfect to me it's just it's just a fantastic film the the, the detail in the corners that that are that are happening just within let's say uh, Mark Wahlberg's room and you got this great 360 shot and you see the era uh, as the camera goes around 360 looking at all the all of uh, Mark Wahlberg's bedroom walls and we, we see the, the Farrah Fawcett posters and uh, Bruce Lee and, and Serpico's in there. So we, we just see all of these things that are an inspiration to this film an inspiration to,
0: uh, Paul if you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety head over to our patreon over at patreon.com slash gems pod where for three bucks a month you'll be able to hear many other bonus recordings of ours such as tie-ins to our main show mini retrospectives and comprehensive director marathons patreon.com slash uncut is the place so head over there and subscribe